This episode is brought to you by the sneaky treat company Melbourne, decadent sweet treats delivered to your door. Let your friends, family or clients know that you're thinking of them with a box of goodies and a personalised note to send along with your gift. TheSneakyTreatCo.com. You know you want to. Hi and welcome to the Move Me Podcast with me, Julie Reynolds. This episode, it's another rewind back to 2018 with, wait for it, Andy Scott from The Sweet. Yeah, I know. Talk about a legend. Couldn't believe it myself when he said, yeah, he'd love a chat. All those songs, Fox on the Run, Ballroom Blitz, Blockbuster, Love is Like Oxygen, Teenage Rampage, Action, that goes on. So yeah, pretty chuffed to talk to Andy Scott. He's the one with the highest voice on all the tracks. So, need I say more? Are you ready, Steve, Mick, Andy? All right, fellas, let's go. I always love your bit in the songs because you were that really high voice that backed everything up. Yeah, I used to do a fair amount of the vocal on some of the records because I sing kind of in the stratosphere, so you, you need somebody who can get up there, and it was usually left to me and the, the original drummer, Mick Tucker, to, to kind of get the art you know, get the high harmonies going. Uh, plus also, he and I made the most noise in the band, being the drummer and the guitarist. Yeah. <laughs> Australians love the sweet, and they still do. Boring. And the sweet loves Australia, actually. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We played the Clipsal 500. Was that just a great fun night? It was absolutely brilliant, you know, to do the Clipsal. Um we were there with the Doobie Brothers and the other band that was on that I remember that were on just before we played was a mixture of Swanee and the Angels. It was a band called um, Rogue's Gallery, I think they were called, yes. which was which were really fantastic. You know, all the songs I knew from the, you know, from the times in the seventies, and to actually meet up with these people again after so long was fantastic. Are you a bit of a car enthusiast yourself, Andy? Oh, I am. I've got a little collection, not not like I had in the 70s, because we were, I suppose, young and foolish and a bit brash back then. But I still have a couple of... Uh, I've got myself an Aston Martin that I bring out in the summer. But, but the majority of the cars are usually, because I live in the middle of the countryside, you know, we've got a, got a station wagon and a 4x4 four four and a convertible and things like that. So Did you get to see the race while you were here? It was actually a, a very wet day. I had an invite into the VIP enclosure, but because we'd flown in only a couple of days earlier and or, had already done a couple of shows in Perth, I got to the um, to the venue. We had to get, get up very early in the morning to do a sound check, and we got taken back to the hotel, and I'm afraid... I watched the race from my bed whilst I was um, napping before we played. So <laughs> please, please don't take that the wrong way. It's not that I wasn't interested. It's just that I had a gig to do, you know. Exactly. When you, you need to be gig ready, not, you're not just here for fun, are you? <laughs> uh, not exactly. Uh, plus also you get to a certain age where an afternoon nap is very handy. Yeah, well, I hear you. Throughout your career, have you got to go to lots of fantastic events like that one? Yeah, we, we, we play a lot of festivals in Europe, you know, some of the biggies, you know, these, uh, there's, there's a big festival in Sweden called Sweden Rock. There are various clips from that uh, from a couple of years ago uh, all over YouTube at the moment. Yeah. Um, what we're trying to do is we're trying to create Sweet's own version of YouTube for YouTube so that when people click in to watch some clips of the Sweet, they, 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 they get the good stuff, not, not somebody's phone from about a 
million miles yeah. away, you know. Somebody's head's in the <coughs> way and the next person's gone, there's rocks! And <laughs> yeah, and, and then somebody drops his pants, you know, oh. the usual stuff. <laughs> One of our favourite clips is the five or six-year-old American kid playing along to Set Me Free, which is a really fast song. And he's doing really, really well with it. He, he, that, that is definitely worth catching. The song is called Set Me Free, and it's from one of the early Street albums, Street Benny Adams. And this kid is sat there, while, and his dad's obviously put, put the uh, CD on, and he just gets behind the drum kit and plays like a maniac. He's fantastic. <laughs> it's yeah. all good fun, rock and roll, but it, it is a business, isn't it? So you, you've really got to look after your brand, I suppose. Did, did you ever think that when you, you, as a young man, got into music, did you think, right, this is my career and I've got to look after the Andy Scott brand, or did you just go in there and go, let's see what happens? Well, I have to tell you, coming out of the 60s, um, when I first started to play, we... Uh, that was such a decade for setting the scene for, for the way music is still today mm. that all we cared about was being able to play. I, the money was the last thing on, on your mind. All you, all you cared about is, do I have enough money to get to the gig? Do I have enough money for the gear that I want to play through? That's really all, all, all that was in your mind. As times progress, as you rightly say, you start to have some success and some of the original things that you um, held dear kind of get put on a back burner. Well, let's hope that the older we get, the you can strip away some of that. I actually think that the the dissolving of certain, should we say, conglomerates like like, like record companies. I mean, it's it's been a long time coming. You can't you can't do the kind of things that were being done and take the public for a ride without it backfiring at some point. And what we're seeing is, is a huge revolution in music. And I thought that we would be finished, you know, when the download scene started. But it seems not. It seems that there are still enough people out there who remember the band and possibly new people who are coming to download and, and find the sweets music all over again. Part of the problem is that sometimes you can't be flexible with your prices. So we, we are talking about doing something directly from the Sweets own website, thesweets.com, whereby there will be available this week. If you download it, you know, you get it for half price, all that kind of stuff. In fact, over the Christmas period, we gave away a live album over the 12 days of Christmas and finished it off with a... Uh, rousing rendition of Let It Snow as a, as a bonus track. Terrific. And I think last time we spoke, or was it last time we spoke, or I think it was, you just released a new single, and I think it was possibly your son had sort of done a, a drum beat. What was the song? It was a, a Who song. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, well, that was Joined Together. Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. Memory's very good. My son <laughs> did a drum loop and, and layered some stuff over the top of it uh, to give me the idea to say, what do you think of this? So the band then took his idea, went in the studio and re-recorded it all, and it came out fantastically. I worked with you, you probably remember when you uh, did the Arkabar, and as soon as everyone said, oh, the suite are going to be at the Arkabar, well, it sold out in about 50 seconds. For me, it's, it, it's an exercise in um, coming to a place that I really enjoy coming to. So, you know, from, from, from that point of view, it, it's not a chore. But I really wish that we could come over for a bit longer and I could just hang out for a week or two. But it, the scheduling is never right, you know? Yeah, because just having a look at thesuite.com, you guys are in high demand. 
overseas. You're you're either in Sweden or you're you're over doing something in Scotland or Germany or yeah, it's it's unbelievable. We've actually got some dates in the UK this year as well. Is that unusual for you? Is it mainly all well, over Europe? It's mainly mainland Europe and um, territories like um, Australia or, you know, we'll have band, we'll travel. You know what would be good if you did like a bit of an Australasian tour? Maybe you can write that one down and I'm <laughs> sure you could nip over to New Zealand. I'm sure they would love it. Tasmania would probably love, love it if you came down as well. So maybe you'll have to blot out six weeks in, in your calendar if you can possibly do it. And, and I was going to say, we'll have to talk to Amanda about get, getting us a little further afield next time, won't we? <laughs> she's going she's gonna to be listening to this. She's going to go, Julie Reynolds, I'm working hard enough as it is. <laughs> Look, I'm an ideas woman. What can I say, Andy? Exactly. Uh, so obviously, touring's in your blood. You must love it because otherwise, after this amount of time, you, you would have sort of hung up the guitar and stopped doing it. Is it something that you've gone, oh, look, I'm going to give this up pretty soon, but then there's just something, a fire inside you that won't let you? I think bands kind of had a 10-year span maximum, you know, back in the 60s. And some didn't even have that long, you know, because of um, lifestyles and and the fact that um, you know pe- pe- people wanted to change and do do different things. But but the weird thing is, the bands from that era now that have reformed are the ones in in it in it now for the long haul. I I think you find modern musicians they tend to do a couple of tracks with this kind of lineup, and then then they want to change. This is why I admire. You don't have to like everything that, that a band does, but I do admire bands like U2 and Coldplay and, until recently, obviously, um, Oasis. The fact that they had stuck at it, regardless of the internal pressures, whatever, whatever the problems are between the members, because they realize that what they produce is liked by a lot of different people. And this is why we are one of the few bands now who are still out there, because we actually believe in what we're doing and we are trying to recreate the sound of the band every night, regardless of the, um, you know, you can't blame, a workman cannot blame his tools. You just have to do what you do and hope that the audience uh, respect you for it. Every time you've come out and Clipsaw was one of them and when you're at the Ark, it was just a sea of happy faces singing along. They knew all the words. Have you ever thought, I don't know, I've just off the top of my head, I don't know why I thought of it, but Queen did a musical, ABBA kind of did a musical with Mamma Mia. Because there's such a a big catalogue of sweet songs, do you think there might be a, a musical in that? I have actually spoken to a couple of different people about this and they... They like the idea, but each time it kind of comes comes to nothing. It, the, you know, there are a couple of musicals in um, in England at the moment that aren't, should we say, doing the major. You know, they're they're, they're, they're kind of on tour in the smaller theatres. There's one called Glambuster, and there's also a show called Rock of Ages, which yes, you know, features features a lot of music from the era, but. Until we get to a point where somebody steps forward and says, look, I really want to do this, my hands are tied because I'm no impresario and it's not for me to um, to step into the breach. I mean, even even the Queen musical and the, and the Mamma Mia, yes, you don't mind collaborating, but you need somebody to get the ball rolling um, with that kind of... Um, business project. All right. Well, if there's any impresarios listening, get on it. Because <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, for one, would go and see it. It's lovely right. talking to you, Andy, and we can Thank hardly you. wait till you get to Australia. That'd be good. 
Thanks for listening. And if you want to know when the next episodes are available, just subscribe no matter where it is that you're listening to us from and check out our socials at The Move Me Podcast. There you'll find a whole heap of extra information like when some new music is coming out and, of course, when we're allowed to have concerts when they're going to be. 